This week's episode is brought to you by Very Obscure References. Things that are made mostly for your own enjoyment and not anybody else's. Obscure references are made and are just the fucking best, isn't it? Where you like you make the thing and you giggle to yourself, but everyone else is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Obscure references. This does not bode well for Homestar Runner. Everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. If your underpants are streaky and your socks are smelling freaky, get some bleach. If anybody knows what that song is from, tweet at Nexus at Night. I, I'm wondering who will figure it out. I'm Atlas. I'm horrified and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Root Beer. Thank you for the mental imagery. <laughs> I'm James and uh, okay. <laughs> He did it. So wel- welcome to the part two of the multi-hour meta discussion of Doom. Uh, and today, we are talking about... The as Doom part. The Doom part. We're talking about Excel, my brothers. We're talking about Excel. Uh, and I we had to almost physically restrain James from bringing this up in any significant capacity. But uh, yeah, Excel 2 is doing pretty fucking good, isn't it? I mean, of the three best decks, it's only two of them. Yeah. Like, Excel 2 is just bonkers. It is such a clear choice 99% of the time. And then there's, like, that 1% where you're like, maybe I might deck out, so I'll go Excel 1. That one one (laughs) 1% of the time where it's like, oh, I happen to crit them a bunch of times and set them to 5 damage. I might as well look at the power. I still might go Excel 2 there, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, the, uh... Turns out, just being able to draw a card every time you put down Excel 2 is kind of ridiculous. Kind of like, what's 5k power to a card? Who cares? I mean, it, it helps your lower... Once you're already hitting, adding 5k power doesn't really make that much of a difference because of triggers being 10k. So going from 12 to 17 doesn't really matter... If you hit them and then they take a damage and now they're 22. I mean, I'm looking at this Murakumon game right now and I see a Hyaki with 42k power on an on an Excel circle. And like, would that really matter if it were 47? Not really. No. So, <laughs> just, just kind of putting it out there. Just kind. Of, I was just kind of like looking over like you know decks in general that are doing well. Uh, and it, it's like to do well with the deck. You really don't need to be hitting much more than over a trigger on all your attacks to do well. Uh, maybe like uh, 22, 27k. If you can hit there with all your attacks, uh, that's already like pretty good in standard meta. See, now, you say that, but the Gold Paladin player I played this last week at Locals took two triggers in a row as damage two turns in a row. Oh, and, yeah. Granted, I had the tools to get around that. It's just the turns were much less potent. What deck um, were you playing? Pale Moon, motherfucker! Which build? James. James. <laughs> James. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna completely meme here and say that it's my super secret build that I can't share because I'm gonna okay. win or what? What was the, what was the quote again with the guy who? Had tw- <laughs> this is your met. This is your meta deck that can make 10 attacks, and you're not going to share it online was, because you don't want was, people to net deck you. That's it right. Does it, get, does it get stopped by a single damage trigger? No, it doesn't. That part they did not answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, though. It, it's 
it's a weird build, I know, but uh, it's like I'll just say the grade three lineup: four Golden Beast Tamer, four Lutier, one Dorian, one Chimera. And uh, I I have gotten berated at length by Matt and James off uh, off mic about this. So I'm just going to say that it went 5-0 at like a 20-person locals. That's all I'm going to say. Well, all right. You didn't tell me what the deck was. I thought your deck was just only Golden Beast Tamer. No. Pretty no. much. No, no. Doing, uh... it, it's just Silverthorn with Golden Beast Tamer thrown in and like two other cards. Like the only other non-Silverthorn card is uh, this tech named Softest Perform. That's you can soul blast and give it either three K or it restands after it boosts. So you mostly right. do it. Hang on. So you mostly keep it for the three K because uh, when it's eleven, if you put that behind a grade two like Rising Dragon or Lillian, then uh, with either Golden Beast Tamer Store uh, Lutier on the call everything turn, that's hitting force numbers. Yeah. So so that's hitting thirty three. Or if you put her in the front, then that becomes a fourteen K, which is hitting force. So, oh no! Like I yeah. thought you were playing. Like I said, I thought you were playing gold, pure no. golden beast. Here. No, 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 no. So no, like no, this no. is reasonable. It's yeah. just a golden beast teamer being carried by the Silverthorn engine. Yes, that's exactly what it is. The Silverthorn but engine. How does he play one Dorian? Uh, you only really need to use it once. So, and oh, can, what are you talking about? You, you can search. You can search it with Lillian. So I'm good after that. The thing is, you should use Dorian as much as fucking human. Okay. See, here's the thing. Well, I that's did. Not true. I did that. No, dude, two like... and I did that two and three weeks ago, and uh, both of those game or both of those tournaments, I went zero and four and one and three respectively, because my opponents would go, all right, he called his board and then he drew a bunch of cards, and then they would attack once with their vanguard and then stop. So in order for me to really, uh, you know, continue putting pressure on them, I would have to then use all the cards I drew to just make a board again, which would negate the whole point of the thing in the first place. So. I think you only really need to do it once. And then uh, also my uh, locals has a fuck ton of force players, so that that's part of it. So you it's can more like yeah. twice is the golden one. You say that, but yeah. five oh twenty people. That's all I'm going to say. Um, that is way the fuck off topic because we, we were just talking about Excel in general. And, Look, uh, we just want to judge you for all of your choices, Atlas. I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> So uh, Excel Excel is uh, pretty good right now. The complete um, opposite of how this game of how this uh, V series started. Yeah, if if you go back and listen to episodes, I think it's ninety four and ninety five. Uh, it's like Excel isn't doing too hot, and Protect is looking promising. I think they're called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the very awesome uh, guest of was it John, Matt? Uh, yeah, probably. John's yeah. great. Yeah. John's amazing. John was on the Excel episode, and in both of those, we're talking about like, "Hey guys, the very first Tachikaze set is coming out soon." That's interesting. <laughs> so it's weird to go back and listen to. But the the yeah. important thing is, we're like, "Man, you get extra rear guard circles that you have to use resources to fill that uh, sometimes you're not able to." And the best Excel decks were the ones that uh, didn't play like an Excel deck, like they... Tachikaze at the time. Well, what's crazy, too, is, like, not only was Excel 2, like, a really huge improvement over Excel 1 in the fact that it gave you a card, like, more than 5, like, which is better than 5K, Mm -hmm. but also, uh, they've just really started printing a lot of ridiculous Excel cards. Yeah. Like, the the main headliner card, the the best deck in the game right now, probably is Markumo, because Huga is just not a real, like, it, Huga... 
is a board wipe in a clan that has had no previous precedent of being able to retire anything. Mm. They went from never having a card that retired a single solitary thing to a card that Soul Blast, one grade three, wipe your opponent's board. And it wasn't even retired. It's putting it back in deck, which is arguably worse. Yeah. Because now your opponent <laughs> yeah. has a bunch of freaking normal units in their deck. Guess what? They're triggering less. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have fun. And... And James has been hinting at this all of the previous episode, but the top Excel decks also just gain a ridiculous amount of advantage, and James mapped it out how much Pale Moon can get, so why don't you regale us with your calculations? Okay, so these are, like, rough calculations I have in my head. Hopefully I remember (laughs) everything. But let's say, like, you know, uh, just to kind of, like, prefaces a bit like we were talking about how like you know excel to like that's you draw cards adds extra consistency to it and it also negates your ride minus which is kind of big yeah which yeah which is huge gives you card advantage uh helps uh uh helps your consistency but like the thing is i thought excel 2 when it came out i thought it was fine i thought it was perfectly balanced because the cards because excel always had the problem of back in the day anyway it had a problem with card advantage and a problem with consistency so i thought excel 2 Seems really good, but pretty balanced. And then we have uh, Phantasmal Steed. Um, so that's kind of like what balanced out Excel 2. Now let's take a look at Lukie deck. So let's say you have a Dorian in hand on your grade 3 turn, and you don't have a Lukie at the beginning of your turn. How many cards can you check from essentially the top of your deck until the next ride phase to get that Lukie in your hand? And the answer to that is probably seven, uh, at least. You get the first card. You get the first card from riding onto Dorian. Uh, you get the. You get the. Um, and you're probably gonna like since this is the first grade three turn. You can essentially afford to kind of call a board, so you probably call four cards off to use uh, Dorian's skill at the end of the turn. So that's gonna be another two cards you're taking from out of your deck. Then you have two cards from your drive check, and then at the at the start of your next turn, before your ride phase, during the draw phase, you draw one more card, so that's seven. Now let's compare this to, say, the... Probably the... Um, I, I guess, like, maybe OTT is better now, but Angel Feather is the one I know the most, and they were the most consistent at getting a specific grade three back in the day. Let's compare this to Angel Feather. So you have... And let's assume you wrote onto Metatron for, like, the maximum amount of cycling. You have your draw... Uh, you have your two drive checks, so that's three cards, and then you have a fourth card from Metatron. So that's, you can look at the top four for Angel Feather. You can go further if you have specific cards that put the top card of your deck into your damage zone, as well as have a card that lets you take that card out. But that's just, like, very specific to just even reach Lukie's level. And then that's also ignoring the second part of, of Dorian's skill, which is if you put four or more Silverthorns into your soul with this skill, you can add uh, a grade three silver thorn from your soul to your hand. So that essentially turns all of your soul charges into check the top X amount of cards in your deck for Luki and add it to your hand, essentially, because of Dorian's skill. So if you throw down like one Irina, that suddenly becomes you're checking the top nine cards. Two Irina, you're checking the top 11 cards of your deck for a grade three. And that's just like retarded amounts of consistency. And on top of that, if you use, like, uh, Dorian on, like, a full board, like, you Lukie, Dorian, Lukie, something like that, you're doing something crazy. Like, over the course of two turns, you're getting, like, a plus 13 overall. And, like, a good, I think, like, 
maybe like what four like three five of those cards are going to your hand so yeah it's like so much consistency so much like ability to cycle and draw cards while still having this like offensive presence at almost all times is like pretty insane yeah, while uh, Markumo doesn't have such insane consistency, what Markumo does have is just... They just destroy the other deck. It's just, like, they have so many absurd cards at this point. Like, I, mean, I think, like, every Every time I go, like, man, this is pretty crazy, I think to myself, <laughs> oh, yeah. Murakumo was terrible for all of Vanguard's history. Not just G, like, literally all of Vanguard's history until the the reboot. They They deserved it, just... Let him have it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, every and single you, time you got the board, they've been the best deck for at least then a little you bit. Had, uh, <laughs> Shiryuki, and then now you have Yuda. So, Shiryuki. Shiryuki. But like Huga, I think it now does something that's like so far removed from what the other two did. Like Huga, like imagine Huga didn't have a second skill. The card is probably still good. Uh, yeah, it's still good. It's just not, like, busted. <laughs> You'll still have, like, the one really crazy killer turn. Yeah, like, I mean, you see Huga turns, like, just, like, you have, like, on grade three ride, Huga was like, all right, all my you know, columns are 30k, I have, five of them. I have four of them, good luck. <laughs> How I see Murakumo right now, I think it's a ridiculous deck. Because it takes, like, some of the best aspects from all three types of decks, Excel, Force, Protect, and puts it into one. It has the Excel part because it's just naturally Excel. It gets extra rearguard circles. It gets the Protect part, be- uh, sorry, the- they get the Force part because they can just hit ridiculous numbers. And they get the Protect part because, like, Shuyuki is, like, Protect 2 on steroids. Protect 2 better than Protect That card's two. good. They did it. They fucking did it. <laughs> Pretty much. Dude, if, if if protect had essentially like if you ride onto some if you like protect gift was like essentially Shiryuki, you got it to your hand. That would be like really good in this meta. Yeah, just if it was just like a, sh- a Shiryuki you can add when That'd you ride on grade three. Kind of interesting. Yeah, that acts really good. Really good, especially in like an Excel heavy meta. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. Markubo just does literally everything. Yeah, like anything you want a deck to do, Markubo does it. Silverthorn doesn't quite reach the power, but I'd say they're like an Excel, but they focus more on like the Excel protect aspect of it in like a very large way. Yeah, I think uh, a a Pell Moon to me kind of runs this on the same kind of, on the same kind of, uh, you know, runs at the same level if you can hit front triggers on like big, on like important turns. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. if you can't, it feels like real rough. For Pale Moon, I think like, <clears throat> for Pale Moon, they hit just Wait. the right numbers to make it really difficult to guard. Yeah. Well, because well, like, if you don't hit, if you don't hit the Moon, front, I feel like I'm, that, I'm doing uh, nothing. Get plus 10k very easily. So you're you're already hitting for you know card and a half, uh, yeah. Just by playing the game. So Rising Dragon Lily and and uh, Lukier as a rear guard or Vandar for that matter. Um, even if they take a trigger on damage, you're fine. Like that—that's one of the things that makes Glory Maelstrom so strong, is that gi- make, giving a front trigger to your front row just by doing a counter blast, like lets you do your Excel things without damage triggers ruining your day. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I I think like 
if I don't get the front, I still think like I'm still doing something. I'm not doing nothing. Because like everything should still hit even if they get one trigger. Yeah, man. It's only when they get two triggers that it really like blows your day. <laughs> but at least like for Silverthorn, at least with like with yeah. Dorian, you can at least recoup some of your losses at the end of the turn, which is very yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. I think like what's crazy too is like Pale Moon or Murakumo are like so good. Like Pale Moon has like a kind of boss well, two plus six basically. Well you drop a card, so <laughs> like plus that's five, pretty much yeah. what the skill is. Oh, so plus five, my bad. Uh, so <laughs> my apologies. But then, but then you add Dorian to that equation and yeah, a, like, and then you go, Luki, plus six. Yeah, and then Lukie is going to go off next turn again, and then it becomes ridiculous advantage. It's just like 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 Pale Moon just has so many cards. And like so does uh like and but like what I'm saying is like Glory Maelstrom is an absurd effect. Like the effect printed yes. on Glory Maelstrom is ridiculous. Yes it is. Like plus ten K to my front row, PS you can only call one card every battle to guard. That's nuts. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. But it just doesn't matter. Because it's slower than what the other Excel decks are doing. Mm. It's so gross. Yeah, you could argue like, that you could argue that Silverthorn is a bit slower, but Silverthorn mm-hmm. makes it up with like stupid amounts of card advantage and yeah. consistency. Uh, but like, Pale Moon will always do like the right like the thing it needs to do like every game. Yes. Like, so, uh, very rarely do I see them brick, and it, like it, the games are really weird. What happens too? Dude, <laughs> I, I, Matt, I was playing Vanguard EX with the janky Silverthorn deck because I don't have all the cards Barber's yet. Barber's Lava. I, have uh-huh. I get it every game. <laughs> Amazing. There you go. No, I don't get it like every game by grade three turn. I get Dorian, and then Dorian just gets me Lukie. Do you get do you get just a million Dorian for free in the TD? Uh, I've never bought the Silverthorn TD. Yes. Oh, no, wait, in the in the TD? Yeah. No, the TD is complete jank. Uh, there's nice. nothing you. There's no silver thorns in that deck. The only TD that's good, I think, is Neonectar, but I think Neonectar has enough like decent grade threes where it's just a hard to make a bad one. Yeah, dude, I played <laughs> the Angel Feather one and it was just god awful. They expect you to play with no grade three skill until like three, three, four turns later, assuming you ride perfectly. So like, aside from Kum. Oh, and Pale Moon being the most dominant decks right now. How do you think other Excel decks um, are faring just it's starting in general? Our commies doing and pretty good. The, the reason hmm. I can see is that it doesn't get a lot of card advantage. So yes, you're constantly putting crit pressure on the opponent and wiping their front row and everything, but it's not very. It doesn't get a very big hand. So if you can put up any significant offense in one single turn i.e. putting all of their burbs back with Huga or uh, Lutier make a huge board with, you know, two counterblasts and a discard. Uh, it, it doesn't put up with that very well. Um, yeah. You also just need yeah. to have, like, I mean, one the rear guards aren't really that good except like, for maybe Chilo, like, who's down. a bystander, which is nice, but... Um... Yeah, but, like... Mm-hmm. I like a lot of their rear guards. Like I, I this was, I've only played a few games with Narakami, so I don't have like a huge amount of experience. But like what I feel like a lot of the deck yeah, is just very putting much all it of is. its all of its egg in the Gala Buster yeah. basket. Yeah, you're like man, please do something. From like not playing as Narakami, but playing as Narakami, I've always seen it's, it as just like a class. It's the same deck. as Bermuda. Bermuda like, doesn't really get a guard, lot of cards in highest standard. So if you can not die and put up a significant offense on the next turn, you'll usually be okay. Yeah. 
I feel like, though, that Narukami, although it, it just doesn't have what it takes to quite survive or kill the top decks fast enough, because, uh, like, uh, Murakumo just fucking kills you and destroys your board, and Lukie puts up, like, a decent board, but then just completely outvalues you. And then Shadow Paladins, they just do Shadow Paladin things and attack you with giant numbers for a bunch of times. But I do think that Narukami's, like, mechanic... Like, Narukami's, like, not a bad deck. They're just mm-hmm. not top. But I think yeah. that their mechanic, as well as just how the quality of the cards they got, plus Excel 2, just kind of made Narukami into this, like, gatekeeper deck. Where it's like, mm-hmm. do you have a chance to beat the, the meta? Can you beat Narukami? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> like, I feel like Narukami can almost completely fucks Protect. Like I have no intense. problem um, against Narukami as uh, Markumo, yeah. as long as I draw a PG. The... Yeah. Like the deck's just like okay, you you are no you are nothing. Yeah, and this and this kind of like t- ties into the whole like you know Excel two slash uh, quality of Excel cards problem versus like other decks, and that uh, even though Narukami itself doesn't plus that much, how the fuck is a protect deck going to compete with this kind of advantage? You can't, and that's yeah. well the only yeah. way you can is by having ways where your opponent is surefire dead, which. We mentioned last time, like, Antlion is kind of the only thing to be doing as Mega Colony. Somebody mentioned to me the other day that they were uh, upset that uh, a lot of Mega Colony players were uh, upset, going like, I'm route. sick of playing and against like, well, it, they or really it's have too broken, or... Mm-hmm. Oh. Or, no, like, they're like, all the decks are the same, because, you know, you have to play uh, yeah, the Antlion thing, to and win you're decks. like, well, it's yeah, because not... it's literally the only way they can win games. I was playing Murakumo against against a Meg Colony. I was not getting any triggers whatsoever because, of course, I wasn't. And like, <laughs> but he never milled a zero with Gunning Colio, so he couldn't win. And I beat him with like two cards with my deck. <laughs> like, good job. He did do? it. I was yeah. like, what is he gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. I'm wondering what gold, how Gold Paladin is doing because I remember everyone was scared about it being able to ride constantly, but. That's good, and, and that's still so, broken as hell in premium, yeah, but it's pretty, other doing it's pretty, is standard. Uh, solid. It's, it's not, okay. you know, going to be taking the meta by storm or anything, but it's getting more consistent, which is good. It is. It is very expensive. It's, it's yeah. expensive. That's the, what it is. 12 like, VR the, the deck. I played against, he wasn't really... Uh, <laughs> nothing really scared me all that much, except for Raven Hair, which he dropped on turn 3. Now, that's really good. Um, actually, no, it was turn two, because he went first, and he did uh, Wonder, Wonder Ezel retiring uh, the, the grade one guy, and then searching Ezel from deck, and then riding, riding Raven Hair from hands. Now, uh, he had taken a damage trigger on his first one, so I had to stop attacking, and he only had one counterblast, so he couldn't do Ra- Raven Hair's like, crit effect that early. But, uh, yeah, that guy was super annoying to play against, because uh, four right. damage triggers in a row. Yeah! <laughs> I'm not entirely <laughs> sure how to do that, but uh, I'll let you know if that triggers. ever happens. <laughs> yes, thank you. Mm. Uh, solid advice. <laughs> you just gotta get good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Gold Paladin and Standard is fine, I guess. Uh, I think this next set coming up with uh, them and Neonectar and Great Nature might have something that we're missing that could be like what the Doctor ordered. The uh, the Aggravain thing looks kind of fun for aggression, but I don't... It's not really that scary. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that Gold Paladin is like a solid deck, 
but this is I think it's a deck that just suffers from the meta being stronger and maybe a bit slower, but much stronger on the back end. And I feel like mm-hmm. maybe like Gold Paladin um, is a deck that like Narukami kind of gatekeeps. Alright. But yeah. But it seems like our consensus has been like most of the Excel decks are at least okay, whereas some of the lower end protect decks are just like unplayably bad. Even Aqua Force, which got like yeah, pretty yeah. bad first wave of support, is actually like mm-hmm. still popping up here and there. And before the, deck's, the like, almost good. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. the before Phantasmals yeah. dropped, um, it was you're actually still seeing like, it top every now and again. Uh, which uh, <laughs> check out at Dexander underscore on Twitter for yeah. Yeah. more details about that. Um, but like, what's the worst Excel deck right now? Uh, yeah, it is. Nature? Like as of Raging Tactics, it's <laughs> probably Great Nature, so, right? Mm-hmm. And that one it was hasn't got support of 2019, in so a, a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. And the second bet, the second worst Protect deck or Excel deck is. Yeah. Well, now now they Tachis? have their new shit, which like, I haven't Tachis really seen. Uh, it's yeah. pop, it's popping up, but we also like at the time uh, of recording this, there's like typhoon and shit, up. so I don't know if we have a good sample size. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but we've seen we've seen it in a lot of uh, team event lists yeah. because they'll have like Murkumo Pale Moon Tachi or Murkumo Pale Moon whatever. Okay. So we, mm-hmm. we're still seeing it because yeah. the deck, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Sweeper Cantario or whatever his name is, is also yeah. very good. So... That's why you, yeah. you kind of suffer Thank from you very much. <laughs> well, that's that's why you only play the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it seems like our general consensus is like there's no Excel deck that's like horrible to play. You can do reasonably well, partially off the strength of Excel 2, and partially just because yeah. they've been giving Excel a bunch of ridiculous cards. Like, I imagine after this next set of Great Nature support, Great Nature is also going to be fine. And uh, every Excel deck mm-hmm. will be playable. And then you'll look at shit like Grand It Blue, seems like Excel decks that. that get support tend yeah. to last longer. Uh, like, Tachikaze was pretty decent for a long time, and that's, mm. you know, it's been a year. Uh, or, you know, a year between. I think, I think Tachi, the first wave of Itachi fell off pretty quick, actually. Yeah. I think it's this, this wave of Itachi is, like, significantly better. Uh, all their cards now just, like, especially with uh, oh, the addition of Savage it's Trooper, a, I think it's, it's the, uh, soon, finally. box top. Uh, it's gonna be really... For, for the, for, ra- for Raging Tactics, yeah. Yeah. For which, for Raging... Oh shit! So yeah, we have it now. Now that we finally have Savage Trooper, uh, you can actually build really good Anger Blader yeah. decks just because you have kind of an extra sweeper. Uh, sweeper. Mm-hmm. So, and you play you know some varying numbers of those along with the Grade Two uh, Triceratops guy to give you extra cards and all the like absurd Grade Ones that Tachi has like uh, uh, the Brown guy that uh, on play Soul Blast give a gift or give a thing and five K or give it a yeah. gauge in five K. Roar Brio or something, someone like that. Mm-hmm. That guy's just absolutely insane. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that that just has a lot of great uh, nature's whole good redundant pieces. Was that now. if you didn't ride Leopold, you Where... were kind of screwed, and Hamstay was already high rolly to begin with. So I think the stuff that they're getting that we've so far seen, like uh, Isabel the Fox and the Hamstay ride one that allows you to fix the ride chain. It's gonna get a lot more consistent because, like, the win condition wasn't the problem. It was the achieving the win condition. 
Um, so I think I I think I think we're gonna be in a good spot from what right. we've seen so far. James, Please James, let no. Pure Hamscape be the best don't, day. So don't, no. don't put this evil on me, James. <laughs> okay, don't granted, uh, Ham thing to discard two, get an extra Excel circle, and call two things is fucking amazing with Excel two. <laughs> yeah, like the the amount of yeah, no wacky shit. stuff you can do. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, now it's going from a wash to a plus two. T- is nice. Like, what needs to happen in um, order for Excel to be the best at going forward? I think you would have to buff up Force decks, possibly. Which, uh, I'm not really sure how you could do that, because nothing in Force seems too broken, unless your name is Shadow Paladin. But that... I was going to say, but that it, it almost I behaves like an Excel deck, because you're restanding your 40k Blaster Darts. Yeah, that was what I was about to say. Like, essentially, Shadow Paladin is bar. It, the reason why it's kind of like good right now is because it's borrowing a page from Excel at this point. Like mm-hmm. the only like force decks that I see people playing, and this is like from uh, like fairly recently. Like the only force decks I see is Shadow Paladin for the most part. Like I think in Japan mm-hmm. we're starting to see some Genesis pop up here and there. It got some new support, so people are starting to play that. Did Spike Brothers but, turn like, out okay? Or that's pretty much it oh right, right spike yeah spike brothers is also like popping up here and there what about uh, DP? uh dp was Why, you can't come back and from then, it uh, very easily <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, dp has no way to recover from the like once yeah. you after like you need it you dp has to ride dialiner first like you absolutely have to or your next bad and then like I think the kind of the best thing that you can be doing on DP is winning the die roll and going force two with die liner and just praying. <laughs> so it's kind of whatever. I think fixing or making Excel two or Excel clans less prominent in the meta is just really difficult, which I guess we'll go into later on in the big overall discussion. But mm-hmm. that requires mm-hmm. you to slow down the meta, which is like I think it's just gonna maybe have to require. Maybe like a rules change or like an addition of a new gift. Yeah. Or like what? some defensive option. Yeah, some mm-hmm. ridiculous defensive option. And for, I guess you have to say, I guess you kind of have to say some ridiculous defensive option for force decks. Because if you give a ridiculous defensive option to protect decks, then that'll shut down both Excel and Force. I mean, yeah. Bushiro right. has a way of so uh, overcorrecting, like we said like, last episode. Um, I'm like, it's the easiest way to mm-hmm. deal with problem decks is to deal with the problem deck rather than the infrastructure around it. But yeah. it's not like they're like yeah, the there's decks that are like way far and away better, like Murkumo and uh, mm-hmm. Pale Moon. But like, it's... like if you hurt those claims, the next best yeah. decks are also so, Excel. Well, okay. Like Imagine yeah, if they like made Excel yeah. through no power on the circle, just you draw a card. I know that seems like a small thing, but by doing that, uh, I mean it would matter. It would matter in the it early would, It would game matter a bit because, to Kelmoon, but Murakuma would not care. Because when you ride grade three, yeah. that's the end of early game. But 
in the mid game, it means that your stuff it has to hit on its own, or that's it. Um, exactly. On top of that, uh, oh, which you means also you can't have hit force things like, uh, okay, so if you have like a Lillian or a Rising Dragon on there, they're now only at 19 on their own, unless you are on Golden or you called everything out with Lukier that turn. Um, so if they if they take a trigger on damage, uh, then that shuts it off completely instead of them having to take two. Yeah, I think this definitely uh, would affect Kelman, but it does um, not. I don't think, it's, wouldn't, I think it's like it barely calls, affects Merkin. Uh, with its skill, wouldn't be able to hit on their own against Force. Except Murakuma. I think this hurts every other oh, Excel clan that's a shame. more than it does the one that's the one that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think I guess... the problem is more structurally what, like, I don't think you can just hit some. Like you'd have to change the way functionally, either the Excel gift works, yeah. like like you tried to do, or you would need to give Force clans some way to i don't even know i, I just yeah. don't i like it, like let's say you hit let's say for some reason pale moon and murkoma were no were not allowed to be played in events for this foreseeable future what decks would people play okay and i'm not i'm not, obviously not suggesting they do this i'm just want to do it as a thought experiment yeah. what are the next best yeah decks like yeah like shadows well, obviously Murkoma. still shadows because it's uh, already kind of in the top spot Right. Uh, Narukami would probably be brought um, up probably as kind of like the next there, best Excel deck down. And then you might see like you might see things like DI popping up every now well, and here, again just well, because it has more yeah because they have more breathing room. VBTO seven format. You have twenty three point five three percent Pale Moon and the same for Murakuma, followed by Shadow Paladin, Tachikaze, Nova Grappler. And Aquaforce, and then split evenly the rest of the way at 2.94% is Nubs, Spike Brothers, DIs, and Narukami. So can you, can you can you do some rough estimates and add up how many how, what percent of that uh, is? Let's uh, see. You have is one, Excel two, three four <laughs> five five of these. Yeah. Ten, so half of the, half of the clans are Excel. So. If you cut out yeah, uh, like... Pale Moon and Murakumo, not only does it drop the number of Excel clans from 5 to 3, uh, you also now have... So 23.53% twice is 47.06% of the meta is gone. If you were to stop those two from showing up. Uh, Shadow Paladin now becomes the gatekeeper of the meta... Mm -hmm. And anything that can deal with it in any significant capacity is going to have a much easier time. So, yeah. And then Shadow Power might be too good, and then you know you have the same problem, right? But we're looking at you know a meta game where, say, eighteen plus forty-seven, sixty-five yeah. percent of the meta game is Excel, at least. No, sorry, sixty-eight yeah. percent of the meta game is Excel. Two thirds of the decks you'll encounter are Excel. Mm-hmm. And kind of add on to the whole, if uh, we remove the top two, Shadow becomes the best. Uh, then there's, that doesn't quite solve the meta problem, though. Because, like, it's a Force deck, but this Force deck behaves like an Excel deck, but with extra power. So it's still going to probably keep a lot of the Protect decks down. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it has so, you know danger lunge, which is just like yeah, most unguardable viper deck gift. Yeah, so I, it seems like a structural problem, and we keep bringing this up. Like the meta is just too fast now. Which means XL three knowing no, Bushi Road, uh, what would they want to do? Well, we can guess. <laughs> I actually have a question that maybe we can bring this up to in the the actual total metal discussion, but I'll just like say it right now, but we can discuss it later. Because I wasn't here for like the entire history of Vanguard, and I just wanted to ask: Was there any like point in Vanguard's history where the meta was kind of fast, um, but then they managed to slow it down, and how they did it? Hmm. But we can talk I, about that during the meta discussion. Yeah, part. I, I mean the transition, like just really quickly, like the transition from gears and. Uh, Grand Blue being the top decks to around like a GBT 10 and 11 time slowed down a little bit, but we still had things like Dark Irregulars making four or five attacks that are 40k. But we could say the time that they succeeded in slowing it so down was when they added high power G guards. Yeah. Um, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is something that I said they probably should do, and they all and I, they did. So when we were discussing how they could improve, like, defensive options in the yeah. reboot. This was, like, must have been, like, a year and a half ago now. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, they should probably increase shield values or anything, which they did. Mm-hmm. And then I said they should probably give cards, like, defensive skills, like, on-guard skills. Instead yeah. Of, like, on, only on-board stuff. And they did not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they could actually visit that idea. Yeah. In, like, in it's yeah, that's something that, like, at the very least, that you would imagine protect decks having like gar- more guard circle abilities. The fun fact is that um, one of yeah. the decks that do have y- yeah, on guard Shana. circle skill is Pale Moon. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or everyone's favorite, Murakumo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is, well, you that put it. it is, it's like, a 15k shield as a card, James. You're, you're... <laughs> yeah. Like... What are we talking about? It gives you, it gives your front row plus 10k. Yeah, the uh, they made a shot the bed on that a little bit. But... Fucking yeah. shoot, you dude. Yeah, like, I think I know they made it. Like I'm like 100 percent sure they meant it to be in its own deck. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah, and they just did not do it. I mean, it is in a deck. So... Yeah, the best deck. Oh my god. Fucking yeah. So, I guess the first step would be stop giving Excel all of these, like, multifaceted cards that do everything. Yeah, stop second, giving them other clans, other, other mechanics stuff. The second set, I mean, protect support that's worth a shit. Or print I mean, support support that's worth a shit. Worth shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Protect, protect, they really, uh, after that first wave, I think it's because right. they didn't really know where to go. Because for protect... They, they're like, all right, you want to, you know, draw the game out so you can do your big finisher thing. Well, they did pretty well on the big finisher things. You know, you had your your uh, your deers, your uh, your feather palaces, your hard legs. But then they forgot about the drawing the game out part. <laughs> and then and then all the front ends uh, got all of the crazy shit. Yeah. And then it just comes down to can you survive long enough to do your thing? And no, that's it. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, sorry. Oh, I think um, what they should have do, and I think they're kind of trying to do it, but they completely failed super hard. 
let's make like an arms race kind of thing between Excel and Protect, and Force is just kind of somewhere in the middle between them. Uh, the problem oh, yeah. is, though, is like during the first half, the arms race, Protect was like winning, obviously. Second part of the of the arms race, they gave Protect nothing and mm-hmm. gave Excel everything they ever wanted. They gave them Excel cards, they gave them Force cards, they gave them Protect cards. Uh, while like, while like, um, protect. I'll, I'll give you a good example. Of this, uh, like with our good old buddy Paleman, where the original way to hit force numbers were you needed Golden Beast Tamer to have five units on the board, which was pretty hard for Excel at the beginning, uh, and that was just it was three K to your front row. Now Lutier is you. If you do her still, you just slap three K to the front row on top of it, and there you go. You're hitting. You're hitting force numbers. Good job. <laughs> oh, not just that. Yep. Like Lillian just gets same with Rising Dragon for and Lutier like, for doing her still. Yeah. So it, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Rising Dragon at least needs to set up, but yeah, it's like exactly. almost nothing. Essentially, you're getting the plus ten K. We're just doing something you would normally do. Man, sometimes I'm not even paying attention, and my Pale Moon opponent just suddenly has, yeah. like, a 20k front row of your guards, and they yeah, haven't even started attacking yet. I'm like, wait, wait, wait hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's back it up. What, what, what did I miss? <laughs> so, yeah, maybe uh, Fucking... they just, like, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but maybe maybe they overshot it with, over Excel, with Excel a little bit. Well, like, oh, well, damage triggers are a problem, so let's hit, let them hit over damage triggers. Well, here we are. Yeah. Although, Murakumo support has just been busted all the time, though. Like, they just keep giving Murakumo things that kind of break the rules. Well, like, it's only the grade 3s, really. Like, yeah. all the grade 1s and 2s in Murakumo, I don't think any of them are, like, oppressive, really. Like, yeah. I think the only one that has been, like, uh, really above and beyond is uh, the PR that we're getting with the... Uh, with the English is getting soon, uh, Miyamaro, who's mm-hmm. uh, on attack, Soul Blast 1, yeah, all like, units the same name as this unit get uh, power plus 5,000. Yeah, it's just like Murakumo's boss cards are like, okay, stop riding, or, okay, your front row just doesn't have power anymore, and then now, like, okay, again, your board doesn't Murakumo exist. Murakumo was so bad for so long, I'm okay with it. <laughs> and so is death. Your board was an illusion all along, Alice. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I actually don't like this because I think okay. any time the game I'm not against an unhealthy state. state. I'm against Murakumo being the cause. Or like, I'm mm. okay with Murakumo being vaguely unhealthy or just good. Yeah, but well, you're okay it, with Murakumo yeah, being the top. It's just it's kind of the top in an unhealthy way. Uh, so. Yeah, but I guess, like, the next question um, is what happens next? Like, I mean, where does they still have the rest know. of this, like, uh, you know, anime with Shinemon and his cronies trying to get the card capital to stay open. So it's going to be a whole lot of Narukami and Genesis and... Mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing, is, like... Wow, they were just we skipped Angel Feather. Well, I forgot <laughs> they existed, sorry. <laughs> I guess that's the thing is like I they understand. have to inverse what they're doing now is just stop giving Excel good I'm, support and then wait for all I mean, the other clans to catch up. We're right. Sure we're right Claire near the end was, of like I a cycle wanna... of Excel stuff. <laughs> Great Nature is kind of the last of it for Wave Two, so mm-hmm. I think with that they can now like look at you know giving a better set of stuff 
for everybody else. I hate you, Root Beer. <laughs> Can't wait for Bermuda to break everything again. <laughs> Two sets in a year for the first time ever. So, um, kind of add on to that a bit. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I agree with, like, you know, just don't really give Excel much of mm-hmm. anything kind of thing. Because that's kind of what they did with Protect in a way. They just kind of gave them, yeah. like, cards that, like, were barely an upgrade or didn't matter. And that caused Excel to be on a giant rise. But then the inverse might happen if we just kind of don't really give Excel anything. Which makes it yeah. like, this is kind of like the conundrum, or I guess, card balance. Particularly in Bushiroad's case. Um, but I do like where they did go with this, like, second wave of support for most clans. I feel like they just kind of dropped the ball a bit on design. But I like what they were doing. They were starting to create decks that separated themselves from the previous playstyle a bit. For mm-hmm. example, uh, Lukie essentially was... It didn't mix too well with all the old support, but it definitely like brought Pale Moon into a different direction uh, and fixed some of the old problems they had while nerfing some of their strengths, such as they're not as good as multi-attacking now, but they're better at hitting for better numbers and are more consistent. The problem is they overtuned it. But I think that's actually not a bad direction to go for designing new cards uh especially like if you think the meta is getting too too strong uh and also like the same thing with like murakumo they they did clearly make these cards that didn't like you know didn't fit with like zambaku and stuff like that right. problem Makes was sense. they just overtuned it okay mm-hmm. uh i think we, we've said all that we can say about excel so um thanks for listening and next time, we'll be talking about, uh, if you don't understand process of elimination, <laughs> Force, uh, what what role do they have to play in all of this as the, uh, you know, by definition, media, median points, the middle child of the two gifts? Uh, what the middle what child. role do they have to play? What mm-hmm. has, has their gift been a success? And uh, all that and more next time on Nexus at Night. But first, guys, where can they find you out there? You can find me on the Twitter at Wiggums, two G's, two Z's. You can also find me on the Twitter at Plasma Eclipse. I shamelessly retweet all my art. Uh, you can find me on the, the these guys. guys. You should just start a Twitter called the, the these guys, please. Yeah. Z <laughs> these guys. Zuh. Um And then <laughs> you can find me at Atlas Novak on Twitter or Instagram, or you can find this show at Nexus at Night on Twitter or Instagram or the Nexus Core YouTube channel. Until next time, I was Atlas. Rupier God. There you go. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. James. <laughs> there you go. And have a good night, everybody. Oh, I'm James. <laughs> Thank you.